Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for all the wonders that you do in our life. The very fact that we are alive, that our heart beats, that our lungs do not get tired of breathing. Hundreds of times every single day. You have fearfully and wonderfully made us, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for our health, for our well-being, for our family, the people that care about us, our friends. The ones that stick closer than a brother, just as your word in the book of Proverbs says. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for our destiny helpers, for the angels that you have given us. We thank you for the mercy that you renew for us every day, Lord. That despite all the times we fail, despite all the times after knowing, after you teaching us, and yet we let you down, you still leave that door open for us to come back. When we are willing to turn, to collaborate, to cooperate, to work with you, and to improve upon ourselves. We thank you, Father, for that unconditional, eternal love for us. Thank you for the grace that you pour on our lives every time we turn away from all that way of darkness. And we thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And we share that same this morning with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that do not have anyone to pray for them and do not know how to pray. With all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, let there be a quickening all across, Father. For unless you draw them to you, they cannot come. We ask for that drawing, for that quickening in their hearts. That their eyes be turned towards your glory to see your light. And their steps be turned towards you. Realigned on the path that you set for their lives. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer this morning, we come in confidence knowing that everyone that calls on your name will not end up in shame. This is what your word says. We come with that same confidence, Lord, presenting ourselves in surrender to you and all those that we are praying for this morning. And we call on the name of our maker, our creator, the most high, the God of Abraham who honors faith. The one who is the great I am, the God of Moses, who saved his people. And the God of David who has mercy the God of Isaac, who is ever willing to bless with abundance. The God of Jacob, who makes us into his chosen people. The one who is ever willing to grant encounters that will bring transformation in our lives. We call on that same father, that same king and judge. And we call on the name of Jesus, your son. The one who came to judge the quick and the dead. but came to reintroduce mercy into our lives and bring grace so that we might not be limited and just subject to judgment under the law, but there is an uplifting that is available to us. A system of advantage, we thank you, Lord. And we call on your name. You are the way, the truth, and the life. 
the Lord who heals not only us, but our land, everything in our circumstance. We thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the creator that created the earth and heaven at the spoken word of the father. The spirit of Jesus who powered his ministry and performed all the miracles with him. That same spirit that Jesus gave to us when he said, I will never leave you. I will always be with you. The same spirit who now quickens us in our spirit. Who has also raised us from the dead and gives life now to our mortal bodies. That we are charged to receive in the spirit. That we can receive revelation. We can receive gifts from the father. And we can receive everything that the father wants to pour into our life. That conduit that has been made available to us. The very breath of life of the father poured into our nostrils. Right from the first man he made. The spirit of the living God who has tabernacled now within our body and who heals our backsliding, the one who raises us up. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, and the gift of prayer to combine these to your legal system that can allow us to involve you in any situation where we feel overwhelmed and marginalized, where we are unsure in every situation, Lord. And that's what we will reflect on today. Why it is important to carry the presence of the Lord with us everywhere. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. As well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. Christians everywhere, Lord. By your precious blood, that blood that has won all victories, that blood that was poured out for us to introduce mercy in our lives, to pay in atonement for our sins. Cover each of these by that blood at which every form of wickedness runs away. And we draw a bloodline around each of us, Lord. By that same precious blood declaring it, our hedge of protection, our barricade in the spirit. That every form of wickedness that comes against this bloodline be judged in the name of the King, Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments with accordance with your holy and perfect will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare divine exemption for these, your chosen ones, Lord. And I command angelic protection in the name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without making without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this day. We declare it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it, when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this power of life that you have given us on our tongue. We ask for wisdom to use it wisely 
in every circumstance with understanding, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the Amplified Version says there is not just liberty, there is, it expands on it. There is emancipation from bondage and true freedom. That's what liberty means. So today I'd like to reflect on the need to take the presence of God with you. From this very verse here in the Amplified Version, you can see the breaking of bondage and true freedom comes from the Spirit of the Lord. Bondage of sin, slavery to ignorance, slavery to poverty, slavery to all kinds of curses, whether it is from curse of the law, for which Jesus paid the atonement. All we need to do is claim it. And then from every other curse of divination, sorcery, whatever it is, other wicked sources, the anointing is the difference, the yoke-breaking anointing. It's mentioned in multiple places in the Bible. But for now, we will just, without going into details of the anointing, I just want to touch on the presence of the Lord. Let's look at what some of the scriptures say about his presence. Now, these are generic only to presence, not about anointing. The first one, Exodus 33, verse 14 says, God promised his people, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So that is assuring. What do we need to do? We need to invite his presence in all things. The question is, every day when you wake up and everything that you go about, are you doing this? Are you inviting his presence there? So the next one, in fact, is Revelations 3, verse 20, where he takes it one step further. Now, he says, Behold, I stand at the door knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him. Or it says, dine with him and commune with him is what it means. And he with me. So what are you waiting for? He's already standing at the door. The presence. And we've seen that presence is bondage breaking and provides true freedom. All we need to do is invite. So as Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, then that's our third one. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he will direct your path. So we invite him into everything in all your ways, it says. Not just at the start of your morning, but in every single thing we involve him. So that the plans that we make as well, he will direct them. And it should be done at the start, not after we have exhausted all our capability. We've gone down the wrong path and failed and then ask God, where are you? That is not spiritual intelligence. We need to be spiritually intelligent. If we are to stand in abundance and dominion, if you are to tower over the storms that could overtake your life, we need to stand in that spiritual intelligence and think what is the Bible giving us that we can, that is telling us about God that we can then use in that storm 
and the storm also has to bow down to you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The fourth one, Romans 8 verse 31, which says, If God is for you and with you, who can be against you? Do you see how that storm is then forced to bow? The difference is that presence. It is still assurance and it continues. Are we learning something? We only started touching the surface of it. If we go on, this can be a very deep topic. But I'd just like to introduce that topic so that we can start taking it back to our own personal life and thinking, where have I not involved God in? A fifth one, 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16 says to the born again Christian now, you are God's temple. Paul is asking the question, did you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? So you should know that you are God's temple, which means you were always designed to and you have the capacity to host the Holy Spirit. But are you? Think again. Where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. Put that statement in all of these circumstances. Our sixth one, the gist of Psalm 23. Overall summary is that if you make the Lord your shepherd, then you shall lack nothing. Who are we going to in times of our challenges? Who are we going to with all our plans? With all our considerations? Take it to him and ask him, Lord, what do I do in this? How do you think I should go about my plans? What's the best way to do this thing? What's the best way to approach that relationship? When we approach him in all honesty, he will speak. One of the key things to remember and know there is this is a spiritual law actually. God does not speak much. He only answers much. That is why you look at multiple places in the Bible. It keeps saying ask, ask, ask. Ask the question. The seventh one, Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Say there, the Lord is saying, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And Jesus reaffirmed this then. That's our next scripture in Matthew 28 verse 20. Before he finally finished up his assignment on earth, he says, Lo, I am with you always remaining with you now this is the amplified version remaining with you perpetually regardless of circumstance and on every occasion even to the end of the age the presence of god it not only makes a difference it is the difference Question is, are you taking or are you carrying that presence of the Lord with you everywhere? And if you start 
searching through the bible you find numerous more such scriptures where the lord has kept on assuring his people i am with you i am for you he never forsook us always willing to stand in that battle with us and for us when you look at the stories it is the people that always turned away have we been turning away from him and if you if you do not have him present in that circumstance you are losing out on that strategic advantage that is given to you for free he says call on my name and i will answer you you shall seek me and find me this is jeremiah 29:30 now you shall seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart it's an open offer and we shall continue on this tomorrow where i'd like to touch on a couple of examples in the bible where god was with certain people and then when they turned away from his ways he had to leave them and we look at what the outcomes were what the consequences were when he leaves them when he leaves them the first thing is you may not even notice it because we are too busy elsewhere and the second thing is all the outcomes then start to spiral downwards and it is to our own destruction let's look at those examples tomorrow we'll continue on this topic and they were key figures in the bible father in the name of jesus i pray that this understanding come right down into our hearts into our spirit to know that you are the difference so that in every circumstance we can use this as our spiritual system of advantage knowing that there is constant spiritual warfare all around us it is your anointing your presence that is then the difference between victory and defeat whether we will win that battle and emerge more than conquerors or whether we will lose and succumb to sin and temptation grant us that understanding lord and we ask for that grace for a renewed and a greater hunger in the spirit in each of us for you for your presence for that relationship with our father and our king that we are able to focus on it strengthen it come closer to you and walk and step into that glory that you make available to us lord clothing us with your righteousness with your glory i ask for that edification lord in our spirit this day as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized that will undergo any kind of procedures this day especially those that are battling all kinds of cancers those that are critically ill in any circumstance lord we place them before you at our altar of prayer we ask forgiveness for sins and we repent lord that your mercy be released on these our brothers and our sisters that out of your grace you hear that prayer 
and you heal their land, Lord. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are facing all kinds of division and separation. We pray also, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, poverty and ignorance. That every such yoke be broken by your anointing presence, Lord. That which you mention in Isaiah 10 verse 27. That which you gave to us in Acts 2.4. Filling us and giving us a new birth. Let that bring transformation, Lord. Let your word come alive in each of these lives. That when that word becomes flesh, and we observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then as Joshua 1, it says, there is prosperity. There is breaking away from all sorts of yokes into freedom by your spirit, by your word, the truth. We pray, Father, also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, that do not yet know you. We ask for that same quickening, Lord, that you put into our hearts. That you draw them near. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other and with your Holy Spirit who prays with us and on our behalf. We know in our hearts, Lord, that this prayer is an answered prayer and we now release our faith I ask you to take over, we surrender and submit these situations to you, Lord. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer of agreement in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rasta Koyanjela Karate Bada 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 Bada
Kada Marian Jatara The scripture that was put on my heart this morning was from Galatians 5 verse 1. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures <clears throat> that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from Psalms 102, verses 17 to 20, quoted from the KJV, King James Version, where it is written, He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despair their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come. And the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he has looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to lose those that are appointed to death. And the second scripture is from Zechariah 9. Verses 11 and 12, quoted from the Amplified C version, where it says, As for you also, because of and for the sake of the covenant of the Lord with his people, which was sealed with sprinkled covenant blood, I have released and sent forth your imprisoned people out of the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold of security and prosperity, you prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will restore double your former prosperity to you. 
We claim it, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Our third scripture shared is from the book of Revelations, chapter 21, verse 3 and 4, quoted from the ESV, where it says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with men. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. Very powerful verses. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It's worth reflecting on what it is saying to you, all three of them. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful reflections as well, please share them with your family and friends. You can invite them to join our sessions as well. There are powerful teachings and experience that they can partake of through the Divine Mercy and Rosary session, through the Friday Bible study teachings and the daily morning encounters as well. And recordings of these are available on YouTube, on our Facebook page they are posted as they are also saved on our Spotify channel. And we post links to them on our Telegram group as well. You can invite them to listen to the recordings. Or they can also join live in these sessions by clicking on any of our Zoom or YouTube links. They're aired on Zoom and YouTube both. Also a reminder about our Bible study session tomorrow. Oh, sorry, this evening. The, the topic is uh, implementing spiritual laws. That's the second part in this series. And we will continue to learn in this series how to establish spiritual authority and remain in expectation. We will also learn our authority as believers and under spiritual law. And finally, we will learn how to activate our spiritual authority. This is like I've mentioned in the last few days as well. It can help change the way you pray and make your prayer more powerful and effective if you understand the concept in this. Please invite your family and friends. Let them also gain of that presence and of the systems of advantage that God is making available to his people. Please share the links with them. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. We shall see you at our Bible study session this evening. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless, God everyone. bless everyone.